The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts i used to have so many men how this beguiling woman in her 50s She looked like a million bucks Scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes Nearly 10 million dollars was all gone It's just unbelievable Hide your money in your old rich men Because <laughs> she is on the prowl Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer On the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts Hi, guys, and welcome back to another new episode of Couch Talks on Uni Therapy Podcast. My name is Kat, and I'm the host. I am a therapist that lives and works in Nashville. But a little reminder before we get going today that although I am that, this is not therapy or a placement for therapy, although it might encourage you to go to therapy or talk about something new in therapy, and that would be amazing. Now, normally Couch Talks is the special bonus episode of Unique Therapy where I answer questions that you guys send and you can send them to Catherine at UniTherapyPodcast.com. However, today we're going to do something different again because the episode that came out this Monday called Single Adults Are Not Second Class Citizens got more of an overwhelming response than I thought. So there are some things that I wanted to continue in that conversation. Also, side note, to be honest, that episode, I was actually having one of those moments where I was like, oh, I feel like this could be better or I'm not saying enough or I'm not saying the right thing the right way or any of that. But what I'm gathering from some of the responses is that it wasn't so much about the quality of what I was saying. It was that somebody was saying it. And if you haven't listened to that episode yet, I highly recommend go listening to it. Whether you're single or not, I think it's important for us to hear and us to talk about. And my whole point in that episode was to posture the idea that single people are not living a life of doom and gloom. They aren't projects. They are actually a growing part of our population that deserves to be treated like whole people. Whole people being the key. So... On Monday, I put a question box on Instagram and asked 
my followers what some of the worst dating advice they had ever been told was. And I'm going to read some, but then we're going to do more than that because I don't want us just to be angry and annoyed and frustrated and all that stuff about these things. We're going to do something with those feelings, which is what I like to preach that we have feelings and emotions that tell us what we need. And so we're going to have our feelings about the things that people have said, and then we're going to do something about it. Because in that box, some person actually asked, what are some appropriate ways to talk and support single friends when you're in a relationship? And I also think that that can speak to single people supporting and giving advice to other single people. It doesn't just have to be people in relationships or about dating in general. So first, we're going to read some of the like cringe things that people have said. And the most popular responses, which I'm just going to like paraphrase them because there were a lot that were basically the same. And those were, you're too picky. You need to put yourself out there more. You need to try. And then there was also don't try so hard. Don't think about it so much. It will happen when you least expect it. And then we had some of these. So I'm going to read some of the other responses. And there were so many. I wish I could share them all. But here are some of the ones that really stood out. You'll meet the right man when you find a good church. And this was said to somebody who's gay. It may take longer for you to get married because of your size. I'll pray for you. You need to lower your standards. Oh, there were a couple people that said this wasn't advice, but people have said things like, I don't understand how you're single. You're so cute and smart and pretty. Be softer. Most men won't appreciate such a strong personality from a woman. It's not that hard. You just have to keep trying. You're intimidating. No wonder you don't have a boyfriend. This one was interesting. Stay single. Marriage isn't all that it's cracked up to be. And then in parentheses, they said, this is always from a married person. Also, we're talking about like dating. And there's a lot of people that are assuming that everybody's goal is marriage, which I also found pretty interesting because some people don't want to get married. Another one, if anyone could be a single mom, you could. The eggs aren't shriveled up quite yet. God will bless you when you put your trust in him, meaning he's punishing you. You're so young, you have plenty of time. You just need to be better at flirting. What are you doing on these dates? There's one in every family. I guess you are just the forever single one in ours. Put on a cute pair of shorts and walk by football practice. This was said by somebody's mother in college. Once you're fully satisfied in God, he'll send you a husband. Chemistry means you found the one, which I have lots of thoughts on that because that's not true. Your perfect soulmate is waiting for you. You need to keep your hair longer. Guys like longer hair. Pray to St. Anthony to find your husband. Sometimes people just aren't meant to be loved by someone else. And then something that came up a lot was people, the advice or the people who are saying like, you'll find it when you least expect it or don't be so picky or any of that. Like those more popular responses. A lot of people were saying these are all said by people who found their spouse or their partner in high school or college. And and they're saying it to somebody who might be in their 30s or 40s or 50s. And while that, I think all of that is well-meaning, it can be really frustrating when somebody says that to you because while they might have found it when they least expected it because they were so young, these people ha- can't just turn that off. And I just think that's something to be mindful of when you are speaking to somebody. And I also think it's worth noting that there were some things that people sent in that I didn't actually think were bad or wrong. 
but to the person who submitted it, they weren't helpful. So it's very important to be aware of what it is that someone is wanting when they're talking to them. Some people want to push. Some people may have tried the things you're saying though. So it's hurtful because even the advice that you're giving doesn't seem to work. So I also put up a little poll asking people when they thought it would be appropriate to give advice on dating. And the majority of people got it right. The answer was it's appropriate to give some advice when somebody asks for your advice, which can be kind of hard to remember. And also leads me to the question that somebody sent in, in that question box asking like, what are some things that I can say or how can I support people best? Because I might have been getting it wrong this whole time. And before I really get into that answer, what I want to bring up is that we often fail to remember that what worked for me or what has worked for me may not work for you. So what I need to hear, what the person you're with needs to hear could be different than what the person next to them might need to hear or what you would have needed to hear. And just because we want to say something, it doesn't mean we should. So this brings me back to these questions that I've talked about on here. And they're questions that I ask myself to keep myself in check when I want to give feedback. And I do this as a therapist, but I also use this all the time in my life. And those three questions are, does this need to be said? Does this need to be said right now? And does this need to be said by me? So you have to say yes to all three of those for you to say it, in my humble opinion. And I mean, yes, not maybe, because that means part of it's no. These have to be a yes, yes, yes. Because sometimes, and I know this as a therapist, sometimes this needs to be said and sometimes it needs to be said by me, but it doesn't need to be said at that moment. Maybe this person needs time to grieve or maybe we need to build a better relationship. And so when I can say yes to all three of those, that's when I will say the thing that I want to say. And when it really comes down to it, often we're giving advice, and I mean advice, not feedback. We give advice because we want to fix things or make them better or make someone feel better. And a lot of the feedback around singleness just actually isn't helpful. It continues to send the message that either they're doing something wrong or their feelings are invalid. Now, there is also always nuance. So that isn't to say that maybe someone who is single might be doing something wrong. I can't speak for all of humanity on here. But what one person may think someone is doing wrong, another person might find endearing. So a lot of times people are single for really no reason other than that they haven't found their person yet, or maybe they want to be single. And that can be really freaking hard to sit with as a person if you just haven't found that person yet and you don't want to be single, or as somebody who can't comprehend that somebody would actually choose this life. So maybe instead of giving feedback, we might want to try asking someone what they need. How can I support you? What are you looking for from me? And honestly, even saying something like, I don't really know what to say because I don't want to say something insensitive, but I want to be helpful right now, could be helpful. Who knows? They might ask you to tell them your story of how you found your person or what it was like for you and what you did. Or they might say, I just want you to listen to me and I want to vent and I want you to tell me that this sucks. So rather than me giving you things to say to people, that will blanket just help everybody because going back to the above, some of the things that I got in those boxes, I would have been like, yeah, this is good feedback, but it was hurtful to somebody else. So instead of me giving you guys, this is what you should say. It's more about how do we open up space to ask that person what they need. Depending on the person, it can be helpful and hurtful to hear someone else's love story. And depending on the time, there are moments in my life. And I know very specifically when I started to see my current therapist 
uh, this is probably like five years ago. This was after a really bad breakup. And I remember in one of our first sessions, she told me a little bit about her story and the end of a relationship that was very traumatic for her. And then how and when she found her new partner. And that was very helpful for me at that time in my life because I was so unsure of how I would ever find somebody again that would feel as good as the person that I was with. In hindsight, that person sucked, but that's not the point of the story. But it was so helpful for me to hear that somebody else had experienced such a traumatic and tragic breakup and then also was happy and they found somebody else. So I needed to hear that. And then there are times in my life where I have been talking about how it's been hard to find somebody or find somebody that I want to be with and that we mutually like each other and all of that. It's been hurtful to hear about people who are like, oh, I just did this or you should do this because yeah, maybe I I had done those things that didn't work for me or maybe I was tired of doing those things or maybe I was exhausted. And so it depends on the person, but it also depends on where they are in their life and what's happened to them recently and what they've experienced recently. So again, the best thing that you can do, in my opinion, is ask the person what they need. And if they don't know, then maybe you can respond with, well, I'm not the expert in what you need either. And I'm here to listen and help you figure it out. And that might feel anticlimactic for some of you or not good enough. But I'm telling you when you're on the receiving end of that, sometimes that is like, oh, so I don't even know the word like powerful. And I know there have been moments in my life where I've been really distraught and upset and crying and and all I've wanted is for somebody to be there. Like all I've wanted is to be able to like go to my mom's house and sit with her as I cry. There wasn't anything she was going to say to make it better because a lot of times that's the truth. There's nothing that we can say to make it better, but we can feel connected and supported and loved by people. And in the depths of some of that stuff, that is what we need, even if we can't like put a finger on it or a word on it. So like always, I hope that was helpful. And if you have more questions, again, you can send them to me, Catherine at unitherapypodcast.com. I've also been talking to somebody, I'll keep this under wraps, but I've been talking to somebody who's been on the podcast before who reached out after seeing a post about this episode. And she was giving me some thoughts on her experiences as somebody who's been both single and married and dating as an adult. And there might be some more on this topic in the future. Because like I said on the episode on Monday, we could have taken the topic of singleness 500 different directions. So more to come on that. I am so grateful that you guys connected with it. Those of you that did. And I'm also grateful for those of you who are asking, Hey, what can I do and how can I help? And how can I be better? Because maybe I accidentally like not maliciously have been saying things that aren't helpful and maybe a little hurtful. So I appreciate all of you guys. And I hope that you guys have the day you need to have. You can follow me at cat.defada on Instagram and at you need therapy podcast on Instagram. And don't forget, you can still rate or you can now rate the podcast on Spotify. If you listen on Spotify, you can just click those five stars and I would so love it if you did that. So again, have the day you need to have. I will be back on Monday. Bye. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. 
We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.